Hey there, welcome to the Next Level Nutrition Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Long, business coach for nutritionists. I help nutritionists just like you create and launch their business and sign their first high paying client. In this podcast, you'll learn practical strategies to start and grow your nutrition business that you can implement right away. You'll also hear from a ton of guests who have started their own thriving nutrition businesses and share what they've learned throughout their journey. Let's get started. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. So today I wanted to share with you 10 pieces of advice I'd give myself if I was starting my business again. I personally love these kind of episodes whenever I listen to a podcast that I love when the uh, host gets on the mic and just kind of share some practical tips, maybe goes behind the scenes in their business a bit, just a casual conversation where they're sharing, especially if they tend to have more guests on the podcast and they don't get to go on the mic solo as much. And that's what I've been finding a little bit lately with this podcast. Um, I used to do a lot of solo episodes and then I kind of shifted into doing more guest expert episodes and um, interviewing past clients. And although I absolutely love those type of episodes, um, I kind of do miss just getting on the podcast and chatting with you and and just talking like we're friends and sharing my um, experience with you and sharing my advice and um, yeah, just connecting with the community. So that's what I really wanted to do today is just um, have a really casual conversation with these pieces of advice I wish I'd given myself. Some things that I find myself saying to um, my own clients often or students inside my online course, Launch Your Nutrition Biz. These are things I seem to repeat over and over when people are asking, you know, how do I start my business? Do these feelings like are these normal? Do other people feel this way? And I just find myself giving this advice out often. So that's what I really wanted to share today. Um, But I just also wanted to make a note that um, I'm recording this on Sunday before the podcast comes out. I'm currently really cozy in my big uh, maroon Snuggie that I that my partner gave me for Christmas a couple of years ago. And um, if you if you follow me on Instagram and you saw recently, I, w- I was doing a cold dip in the ocean, which is one of my favorite things to do. And then I posted a picture of me in the Snuggie. So that is currently what I'm rocking. I am cozy. I've got some good mood lighting on. My cats are joining me here in my little office studio. And I'm really excited. I've been uh, spending some time packing today because tomorrow very bright and early I am flying out to Calgary to head over to Canmore which is in Alberta Canada for those of you that are international it's um, kind of like I guess you could call it like a ski town um, in the Rockies and I am meeting up with two of my really good business friends Krista and Kelsey and I'm very very excited I've never met them in person before so this is really exciting although I would consider us very very good friends you know like online friends and And um, I feel like when you get those kind of business besties, you become close really quickly. So I am so excited to go and meet these ladies in real life. And we plan on doing some business brainstorming, supporting each other in each other's businesses. And I love that we actually have very similar businesses. Krista works with dietitians, helping them build their business. Kelsey works with health and wellness professionals and others to help them build their business. I help nutritionists. So I just wanted to kind of share that with you to show you that you can collaborate and you can really build, you know, friendships and partnerships uh, with people in your industry. And in fact, you know, that's something I highly recommend. That's kind of a bonus piece of advice I would give is, you know, find your people 
people and um, invest into those uh, friendships and that community because I don't don't know what I would do without them, honestly. Um, and I have so many amazing business friends that I've um, accumulated over the last eight years while I've been in business. And I find that having that little group or that little community helps me really, really focus and feel um, really grounded and helps me when my brain gets overwhelmed with ideas and I just want to ask someone, is this a good idea? So um, I'm really excited to be flying out tomorrow to see those two ladies and I'm sure we'll be sharing a lot on Instagram um, and I think we're actually going to record um, a joint podcast episode so um, that might come out in the soon future as well. So definitely follow along on my Instagram stories if you want to check out Um, our little time in Calgary and Canmore. So let's get into the 10 pieces of advice that I'd give myself if I was starting my business again today. Now I also give myself this business advice now. I have to remind myself these things but if I was to go back eight years ago graduating nutrition school starting my business and if I could kind of mentor myself and give myself some advice this is the advice I would give. So I'm going to go through each piece of advice and you might, you know, also relate to some of this. You might also feel like, yeah, I'm going through that right now or I'm really glad someone gave me this piece of advice. Um, You know, there's definitely more that I could talk about, but these were the top 10 that honestly came to mind super easily. I sat down to write some episode notes out and these just like came straight from my brain onto paper in under five minutes. So you can tell that these are things that are top of mind that I'm talking a lot about with, you know, even my colleagues or with my my clients and my students, like I mentioned earlier. So I just really want to bestow this onto you. And also for that Stephanie eight years ago who probably needed this advice too. So let's get into it. So the first piece of advice I would give myself would be don't wait until you're ready. I feel like so often, especially early on in my business, I was kind of waiting until I was ready to launch my business, until all of my ducks were in a row, until everything was perfect, you know, even until maybe I did like a certain chorus or maybe got another certification. Um, I was kind of just like waiting until, okay, when am I going to feel like I'm finally ready to hit go? And what I learned really quickly is that there is never a time that you're going to feel ready. I find myself even now with certain projects or certain things in my business kind of waiting for that perfect time. And honestly, it doesn't really happen. So I would kind of go back in time and tell myself like, you know, you're not gonna feel ready likely at all and you just have to take the jump you just have to take the leap and trust that you're gonna learn as you go so that's probably the first piece of advice I would give to myself and to you as well if you're sitting there kind of waiting until that little sign or signal that like now it's ready to hit publish or or go time or to start um, you're probably not gonna feel that so just you know trust in yourself and take that leap right now the next piece of advice I would give myself is to spend time putting myself out there so instead of just sitting behind the scenes so much of my business you know behind my computer I remember spending hours and hours and hours creating you know pretend client handouts tweaking my website tweaking my business cards um, you know really not being visible you know maybe posting a picture of myself once or twice on social media but like honestly kind of just being like um, what do they call it like a 
I was going to say keyboard ninja. I don't think that's what it is. But, you know, the person that's like behind the keyboard that's, you know, creating this big business, but not actually like, who's the face of this? Who is that person? Um, so I really wish that I had like started sooner, you know, networking, collaborating with people, going to different events, um, just like, you know, I remember even, you know, being at the grocery store and people having questions about certain foods or certain um, facts on like labels and, you know, maybe even being bold and walking up to them and being like, hey, I'm a nutritionist. Like, I'd love to support you or how can I help you with this? And sure, maybe that's a little bit outside of a lot of our comfort zones. Um, but, you know, those little things where if somebody asks a question about nutrition at like a dinner party, like, you know, you know your stuff, put yourself out there and answer those things and make yourself visible. Talk about what you do, you know, share your knowledge. Um, and, and at the end of the day, like, it's really about not worrying so much about what other people think. I know for me, this held me back a lot, you know, worrying if I post myself on social media, will my friends and family make fun of me? Will they think I'm ridiculous? Will they think I don't know enough? Will they challenge me? Will they think I'm a fraud? Like a lot of, you know, imposter syndrome and perfectionist thoughts you can you can see were going through my head there. Um, and I was worrying a lot about just like, if I put myself out there, what are people going to think? And that's what kept me, you know, behind the behind the laptop, behind the keyboard so much. So really just not worrying about that and, you know, sharing your knowledge and what you have to share inside of you, all of this nutrition and health and wellness knowledge to help other people is a gift. It's something that you should be so proud of. I remember feeling slightly embarrassed about putting myself out there and I really had this reality check one day when I was like you know knowing this information is nothing to be embarrassed about holding myself back is only hurting other people because I'm not sharing what I know something that could be life-changing for someone else so I have to get out of my own way and not worry so much about what other people are going to think about me so that's a big piece something I work on all the time I'd say you know even when it comes down to putting myself out there on social media, it took a lot to, you know, show up on video and get on audio or show my face. And I did it over and over and over until it now feels second nature. And sure, like it can still feel awkward sometimes to go on video, but I can do it now knowing that I'm serving my audience and I'm doing something for a bigger purpose. And if there is somebody in my family or friends that maybe, you know, have some criticism that's okay because they're not the people I'm trying to reach anyways so that's something you know I'm constantly working on myself and something that I know so many of you really struggle with so just really put yourself out there and try to worry less about what other people think so um, the third piece of advice I'd give myself is to curb the perfectionism. So this is kind of almost similar into like not worrying what other people think, but not worrying what I think so much, not trying to hold myself to this high standard of perfectionism where everything has to be perfect. You know, my website needs to be perfect. What I'm putting on social media needs to be perfect. Um, you know, what I'm handing out to clients needs to be perfect because this is something that we're going to try to hold ourselves to and it's a really high standard to meet. Um, I think, and this is just like an assumption I'm making based on, you know, the hundreds of clients I've worked with who work as nutritionists, a lot of us are perfectionists. We 
come into this industry because I think we are more empathetic. We want to help other people, but we, you know, can be really hard on ourselves. And um, this kind of all wraps together, but remembering that nothing needs to be perfect. Um, We just need to put ourselves out there in order to help other people. So maybe your website's not 100% perfect right now. That's okay. This can be version one. And maybe you don't know everything about a specific topic you want to help your clients with right now. That's okay. You can always say, oh, that's a great question. I don't really know the answer, but let me find out for you. And that's how you're going to learn. And that's how you're going to, you know, like strengthen the muscle of being a business owner and being a nutritionist that um, can really hold strong in this authority and people are going to respect and come back to. But if we're pretending to be perfect and know it all and, you know, have no flaws, then that's going to be a really hard standard to hold ourselves to. It's going to be exhausting. And the other thing is, is that being perfect isn't relatable a lot of the times. And I'm not sure if um, this relates to you, but I know personally when I'm on social media or I'm even talking with colleagues, I resonate a whole lot more when people are sharing the imperfect, when they are sharing you know, the things behind the scenes, or maybe let's say as a nutritionist, seeing the nutritionist who also still has challenges um, with certain health things, or they're learning different things about their body or about their relationship with food. And they're sharing that journey versus coming to the table and saying, I have everything figured out. I'm perfect. I personally don't resonate with that. I I'm going to assume a lot of you don't either. So remembering that it's okay for you to show up to the table not knowing everything and not being quote unquote perfect. Okay, that's one that you really need to have sink in and really feel this in your body that, you know, this is a standard I don't have to meet for myself. It's okay to be imperfect. It's okay to show up as I am right now with what I know right now. And that is enough. Like that is enough and more than enough to help so many people with their health and wellness. And no one is expecting this of me, but myself. And if someone is expecting perfection from you, then you don't need them. You don't need them in your life, in your business, as a client. Um, Again, we wanna be around people that are going to really value the knowledge that we do have um, and the business that we do have and the person that we are. And, you know, showing up authentically as yourself is going to be the biggest superpower that you have in your business. So let's just curb the perfectionism and remember that we're all human and we all make mistakes and um, just show up as we are. So this kind of ties into um, the fourth piece of advice I'd give myself, which is put out version one right now. So remember that you're going to have lots of versions of your website, of your business cards, of your nutrition programs, of your niche, whatever it is. Um, There's going to be involvement in your business, but you need to start somewhere. You need to start at step one to get to step 10, or you need to start at version one to get to version 10. Um, You might be looking at other nutritionists or health coaches or colleagues in the space with these perfect, you know, quote unquote, perfect programs. We just talked about that idea of perfectionism, but you're probably seeing that everything's so put together and branded so nicely. And they've got all these clients in these programs. But remember for a lot of these people, this is likely not their version one. This is likely the third time that they've launched this or the fifth time. And they've probably put a lot of time and effort into, you know, really working out the kinks in these different versions. But they had to start with the version one and same with you. 
And I love to share that my online course, Launch Your Nutrition Biz, has had so many different versions, so many different iterations. I started um, doing business mentoring um, and essentially what I teach inside Launch Your Nutrition Biz back in 2000. I guess like 15 I started teaching at my nutrition school and then I started doing coffee dates with nutritionists looking to start their business just to help them out so that kind of like course content started being created then and then I ran in-person workshops and then from there I created an online course called nutrition business building program that would be almost like the first version of what is now launching nutrition biz from there, I then created Launch Your Nutrition Biz, but ran it as a group program. And I ran that for a couple years as a group. And then just in the last couple years, did I turn it into an online chorus. So you can see that there are so many versions, so many iterations of just that one thing inside my business. Um, but I had to start somewhere. And so if you're sitting on the sidelines right now, kind of like nervous to put out that version one, because again, you don't feel like it's perfect you feel like you're not ready, you're worrying about what other people think, like you have to start with version one to get to that next step in your in your business and that next um, kind of level in your business. So start right now. The fifth piece of advice I'd give myself was to pick a niche as soon as possible. Now, I feel like this one is a little bit more controversial because you have some people saying, pick a niche, don't pick a niche, it doesn't really matter. Now, I think there's some flexibility here when I say this. If you're running an in-person nutrition or health practice, I don't think it's as important to pick a niche because you're going to have a lot of foot traffic or a lot of referrals or local people coming to you with many different problems. So that is one thing you can consider. Now, if you're starting online, I'm just going to recommend that the online space is, you know, super noisy. So having that niche earlier on can really help to give you a lot of focus and direction in your business. And this is what I wish, you know, even though when I first started my nutrition practice, I was mostly in person. As soon as I wanted to go online, I could really realize that I was it was harder for me to compete because I didn't have a focus. So if I could give myself that advice, it's to pick something and know that, even if I pick this niche now, it might change or might pivot into something else down the road and that's okay. But just to start somewhere and make that decision and then have things evolve as I go. The sixth thing that I would recommend myself if I was starting my business again is to start blogging sooner. Now, I'll be honest, I never thought I would say this one. I was never... It was never on my like mind to start blogging. Um, I actually started a blog for my um, business coaching business earlier this year. So in 2022, I think in January, I hit um, publish on my first blog post. And blogging has been a huge, huge, huge blessing in disguise in my business. And I honestly wish I started it years ago. And the reason being is that um, I worked with um, a lovely, lovely friend and colleague, Ashley from Organically Ash. She is an SEO specialist, so search engine optimization, 
what she actually did was tell me how I could have my blog posts ranking first on Google. Because I knew if I was going to spend time writing a blog, um, I wanted it to be for a purpose. I didn't want to just write and have no one read the blog. So I invested in some SEO support. Ashley helped me figure out what blog posts I needed to write to get listed on Google. And lo and behold, you know, I only have I can't even remember how many blog posts now, definitely under 10 on my website. And a couple of those are um, on the first page of Google and my how to start your nutrition business blog post is the first on Google. So when you search how to start a nutrition business, I am listed first, which is incredible. That's an incredible spot to be in. And I get a lot of traffic to my website because of this. Um, And, you know, for years I've done podcast episodes I'm coming up on four years of podcasting and you know I'm sure it has given me a lot of opportunities but never has it listed me first on Google so if that's something for you to take into consideration blogging if done well with SEO search engine optimization being considered um, you can really like reach a lot of people organically in your business and Bonus points, this is what gets a lot of people excited about SEO and blogging, is that then you have to spend, or then you can spend less time on social media because it's you're creating pieces of content that live on your website, that people will read, and then you can organically pull them in and nurture them without having to, you know, be on social media all the time. So something to consider, I wish I had started blogging sooner. The seventh piece of advice is to not spend so much time on one social media post. Now, hands up if you're listening and you spend a lot of time on social media posts. I know a lot of my students feel this way inside Launch Your Nutrition Biz, and I do teach them a method on how to write a social media post a bit quicker um, and how to actually structure your post, which I know a lot of people find helpful. But I know that for a lot of us, we struggle with, again, the perfectionism of wanting it to be the perfect post of wanting us to say everything we can possibly say on a topic, of not wanting to, you know, come off, you know, silly or not be well-researched or, again, caring too much what our friends or family are going to think when we hit go or publish on that social media post. So, again, really just, like, not worrying so much about that one piece of content um, you're going to really strengthen your skill of writing as you write more so you have to be writing these posts and publishing things that maybe don't do so well and asking yourself why didn't that do so well or publishing things that people really resonate with and asking yourself you know what about this do people resonate with so you really need to again build that muscle by writing and by testing things out um, but not spending too much time on the process because then that takes away from time that you could be spending in other places in your business. So here's a few more tips or a few more pieces of advice that um, I wish I had known, you know, or wish I could tell myself if I could go back in the day. And I really want you to take these into consideration. So the next one, um, tip number eight is don't expect overnight success. Now, I wish I could be the person that could tell you tomorrow you're going to hit a 10K month or you're going to have 100,000 followers or you're going to have your entire practice full tomorrow. I really wish I could be that person. I know there's so many people, so many business coaches saying that on social media. And for the life of me, I can't be that person because I know that it's not always the case. 
you know, for some people, overnight success can happen or you can go viral. And sure, it, there's a possibility. But for the majority of us, it's not going to happen. And I speak from personal, like, knowing or personal experience, you know, having a business now for eight years and just in the last couple of years did my business hit six figures. Um, it took time. It took years to get here. And I think a lot of us want to start our business and have that right away. And again, I'm not here to tell you that's not possible because there is so much possibility in business. But if you're expecting that right as soon as you launch your business, you're going to get all of your clients um, or if you put something out there and don't get great feedback or you don't get any feedback that you know your business is a failure or that you should be making more money right away I just want to remind you that it takes time it takes diligence it takes you know doing the same thing over and over and over um, to make progression in your business so don't throw in the towel don't you know like say okay I'm done this business if you've tried things once or twice and things aren't working you really have to be persistent and consistent over and over and over and the results will happen if you give yourself the time and the space to let them happen but if you're putting too much pressure on yourself for things to happen right now they might not happen. So if that means that you're so stressed because you need to get clients to make money to pay your bills, maybe that means getting a part-time job or um, asking your family for help or you know whatever it is that you need to do to take some of that strain off of yourself. Um, we shouldn't put so much pressure on our business for it to be successful right now because that's going to that's going to be so much pressure. That's going to make you maybe not come to the table um, feeling your best because you're going to be so nervous and overwhelmed. So whatever you need to do to take a little bit of pressure off yourself that you don't have to be that overnight success tomorrow, really do that. And if that means journaling or talking with some colleagues or some friends or getting that plan B, um, you know, business plan, you know, or part-time job, whatever it is, you know, really um, know within yourself that your success is inevitable, but it's going to take a little bit of time. Uh, the ninth piece of advice I'd give myself if I was starting again is to invest into the business. Now, <laughs> I love this story. Um, when I first graduated from nutrition school, I remember feeling like, okay, I want to get my business going. I have no idea what to do. And one of my um, teachers at my school was offering a mentorship where I could work under her. She would share um, all of like her client forms with me, all of her business processes. I could sit with her. Um, in client sessions and I remember thinking like this is really great like I can learn from this mentor and she told me um, I asked her you know how much would this cost and I I'm pretty sure she said $300 um, maybe $500 and at the time I remember being like oh my gosh that is ridiculous there is no way I'm gonna pay that um, number one I didn't have that money at the time um, but also I was like why would I ever pay money to someone like I'll just figure this all out myself now there's a few things I want to say here in a lot of situations you might actually not have the finances to do things or to invest in your business like this and for me personally that was the case but I think also my head was not in the right space. I wasn't seeing this as a business I had to pour into. I was more in this like things should start happening like lickety split. If I launch my business, clients will be knocking down my door. I guess in a sense, I felt a little entitled 
or even just to be honest, I was like, everybody needs this. Like everybody needs help with their health and wellness. And, you know, I have so much to give. So I just expected my business to be thriving right off the bat. And I didn't think, you know, putting money into it to, to learn something sooner than trying to figure it out on my own was worthwhile. So now I kind of look back and laugh a little bit. You know, I wish I had taken that person up on the mentorship and I did eventually have mentors down the road and people that referred clients to me that I would, um, you know, pay them like a small fee to send clients my way. And, and I was investing in my business in this way because I started to realize I need to put money in to make money. And that doesn't mean pouring like loads of money in, but really looking at what's the return on the investment here. Going back to that, you know, uh, the teacher that I had, her offering, you know, mentorship and forms and sitting in session and whatever, you know, business advice it was she was going to give me, that three or $500 would have been priceless because it likely would have saved me a year or two of figuring that out myself in practice. That return on investment would have been very substantial. But I didn't know that at the time. I didn't know you had to invest into your business. I didn't know that you know, a business, you know, in person or online or working with nutrition clients meant that I had to put money into it. Just like if you're opening a restaurant, you would put money into that business. I wanted to do it as, you know, um, like financially savvy as I could, which I think is smart. Like, honestly, we don't want to be, again, throwing money if we don't have to. But being so tight with money and not giving it any room for growth or not at all looking at it to see that, a little bit spent could help me in the long run, that really did hurt me. So my recommendation for you is, you know, if you have the finances and, you know, I just want to acknowledge a lot of us don't, and there's so many ways to grow a business without having to put so much money into it. But if you do have a small amount that you can invest into your business, even if this is over time, or if even if this is finding payment plans to be able to invest into your business, I highly recommend doing that. And this could be courses, coaches, mentors, colleagues. This could also be the platforms you're using. Like maybe right now you only have one or two clients and it doesn't feel worthwhile to invest in paying for your website or paying for practice better or paying for another platform. But sometimes by holding back, at least this is what I've always seen in myself, is by sometimes not taking the leap and making the investment before it's, you know, before the clients are there, before the business is there, um, it actually stunts your growth. It actually doesn't help you. You know, let's say three new clients came my way and I didn't have those platforms in place because I was trying to save money until I got busier. It doesn't really make sense, right? Um, so sometimes we need to take the leap and invest even when it's scary, even when we don't have any proof yet in order for there to be growth within the business. So um, invest as much as you can, but remember that return on investment and really ask yourself, is this investment going to bring me back money or going to bring me back education? Or is it gonna grow my business at the end of the day? The 10th and final piece of advice I would give myself if I was starting my business again is that personal growth is important for business growth. You are your business. Depending if you are a solopreneur, it's just you in the business. Maybe you are working with a few other practitioners. Maybe you're working with a clinic, whatever it is. You as a practitioner, you as the nutritionist, um, are the business. So your personal growth, you know, however much you are investing in yourself, however much you are looking at yourself and your 
imperfections or you're challenging yourself with your confidence or with your imposter syndrome or whatever it is, really addressing these things and supporting yourself um, is going to help the business. So, you know, spending time working on yourself when it comes to your health, you know, eating healthy foods, um, drinking lots of water, going on daily walks, not just working 100% of the time, knowing that your time for you to nurture yourself and to nurture your relationships is going to improve the business at the end of the day. So doing whatever you need to do to really find as much as you can that balance between your personal life and your business life and do things that feel really good to you are going to help you bring a lot of joy and excitement to your business at the end of the day. And when you're joyful and excited and confident, people will see that. So remembering that you really come first and you need to take care of you in order for your business to blossom and grow. So that is my last piece of advice. I hope that you learned a lot here. I hope that you were able to challenge yourself if something came up and you're like, that sounds like something I'm going through. Really take in my advice and really ask yourself some questions about how you might be able to move past some of these stumbling blocks. Um, Hopefully you uh, feel inspired after this. I really just wish, you know, again, my big thing is I just want to help people with what I wish I had help with when I first started my nutrition business. I wish I had people telling me these things. And, um, you know, if I could help one of you just feel a little bit more clarity or feel not alone, then I've done my job. (laughs) Then this has been worth it 100%. Um, And just know that you are not alone. Like, again, I came up with these 10 things super quickly because this is what I talk about almost every day um, in my business with my clients and with my students inside Launch Your Nutrition Biz. So if you're feeling any of these ways, you are definitely, definitely not alone. Like I mentioned at the beginning, you know, find your community, find some colleagues. I know inside Launch Your Nutrition Biz, we have a student Facebook community and we have students in there that are supporting one another and cheering one another on. So find that community to be able to talk about these things with. And remember that, you know, your business is a journey. So you're not going to know everything today. Um, It's going to really take time to build that muscle and build this, you know, business of your dreams. But you have to get started right now in order for that dream to become a reality. So thank you again so much for listening to the podcast. If this was an episode that lit you up and you feel excited about and you know you are a fan of the podcast, I would absolutely love it if you could just take one minute after listening to this podcast to leave a review, to leave five stars, let me know what you think of the podcast, or maybe just share this with a colleague or a friend that also could benefit from this business advice. All right, we'll leave it there and I'll see you next week for a new episode. Thanks for listening in. If you like this episode, feel free to leave us a review, share the episode with a friend, or take us on social media. Catch you next time.